and welcome to Artaholics Anonymous, the podcast where we talk about art and get tipsy. I'm Maddie. And I'm Ella. And today um, we're, I'm drinking a strawberry daiquiri with a little strawberry garnish on the side of my glass because I'm fancy like it's that. It's so fancy. It's in one of those posh glasses with a tall stem. It's really cool. Because we found it in our cupboard <laughs> we moved it. <laughs> I've gone the opposite direction. I'm drinking gin and tonic out of a giant coffee mug. Nice, yeah, it's a, it's a very mm. nice mug. Very Thank you. Very artsy mug. Um, so what are we talking about today? So today we're talking about um, different colours. <laughs> it's a very colour-based episode today. colour-based episode. We're talking about black. We're talking about pink. We're talking about blue. And I know that that sounds extremely broad, um, but we're talking about particular versions of these colours. So, yeah. You'd be surprised at how much drama... A particular shade of blue can cause. Oh yeah, <laughs> so so much drama on particular shades. Okay, so the first colour we're talking about, we're talking about Vanta Black, which at the time was the blackest black, wasn't it? Yeah, it was um, created by Science in 2014, specifically by Surrey Nanosystems. Um, it absorbs 99.965% of visible light, which basically makes it completely look completely flat so you can paint mm. a 3d object with it and you wouldn't be able to see any of the sort of curves or angles of the object which looks really cool mm. um for this reason it's become quite you know every every artist wants it because you can make loads of cool stuff out of Yet. it but um famous british artist anish kapoor sort of swooped in and um kind of claimed it for himself he did, did he patent it, Ella? No, he didn't. He didn't patent it. He um, oh, he, he bought the rights. He bought the exclusive rights. Yeah, he bought he he bought the exclusive rights to it. Um, this basically caused a lot of friction in the art world. So basically, um, <laughs> there's this um, Instagram thread by Practically Satan. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, and uh, the just the the uh, language in it is funny because it says enter Anish Kapoor, aka Fuckface McGee. <laughs> and if that doesn't give you a flavour of the kind of roasting we're going to be doing in this um, in this podcast episode, then um, there you go. Yeah, he he basically bought it, so he bought the rights to Vanta Black, um, and therefore could be only be the be the only person on the planet who can legally use it. Um, what a prick. Yeah, corporate. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has ever done that in the history of art, like, taken a pigment just for themselves, like stolen yeah. a colour, basically. Honestly, that's, the, that sucks. It's like, oh, well, you can do anything with money, including buy the rights to an entire colour to the extent that nobody else can use it, which is just, like, terrible for art. Like, if, you're, if you want to encourage, like, creation, like, that is literally the worst yeah. thing you can do. Just like, no, only I can use it. Um, yeah, so a lot of artists um, sort of clap back at him a little bit. Um, and then uh, everybody, everybody's annoyed at him, um, especially uh, Stuart Semple. He's um, another British artist, um, not quite as famous as Anish Kapoor, <laughs> quite a poor artist in comparison where Anish Kapoor is very rich. Um, but basically he makes pigment in his spare time and he saw this... Um, Anish Kapoor bullshit yeah. and um, decided to sort of uh, revolt against it by creating the pinkest pink um, which fun fact I own <laughs> it's very fun yeah. I haven't used it yet because it, 
surprisingly difficult to find ways to use pink as pink in a normal painting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like nervous to use it. Yeah, because you... I want to do it on something special. Yeah, yeah, I know but what you mean. can confirm, tis very pink. <laughs> um, it is the pinkest pink, in fact. So he, basically, Stuart Semple posted it on his website for quite a cheap amount. Um, and yeah, it's like four quid or something, isn't yeah. it? Um, and he added this sort of legal rider to the... Uh, to the, which, uh, his uh, website, it's which is hilarious. It's, I'll read it out to you. It says, By adding this product to your cart, you confirm that you are not Anish Kapoor, you are in no way affiliated to Anish Kapoor, you are not purchase- purchasing this item on behalf of Anish Kapoor or an associate of Anish Kapoor. <laughs> to the best of your knowledge, information and belief, this paint will not make its way into the hands of Anish Kapoor. Um, which is great, honestly. Yeah. He just said, "Oh, you can be the only, you want you want to be the only one who uses Vanta Black." Well, tough shit. You're not you're not using the pinkest pink. Um, yeah. I'm banning you. Essentially, the yeah. so what's uh, what's a shame is that um, Anishi Paul ended up getting his hands on the pinkest pink somehow. I guess he just said to one of his friends to pretend to not know Anishi Paul. To, like sneak in and get it. Yeah, yeah. Or like he he has tons of people working for him. It could have been anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a real shame. Whoever they are, they suck. Uh, I can't believe they gave into Anish Kapoor like that. <laughs> yeah. So Anish Kapoor got his hands on a little bit, and he posted on his Instagram mm-hmm. a picture of him with his middle finger covered in pink as pink, flipping the bird. Yeah. Um, which which is so we've got we've got a. Uh, Got an eye. We've got rivalry. <laughs> yeah, we've got a uh, which is so petty, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got pettiness going on. We've got uh, um, it's it's a big thing. It's uh, it's it's become a thing now. Um, and so everybody's like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, no, people. This sort of blew up on social media a little bit. Everyone yeah, was just, getting annoyed. So in terms of like Anish Kapoor, like if you want to be likable, like to anybody. Like, don't do that. Like, you idiot. Like, if you want to get your hands on the pinkest pink and then put it on Instagram, nobody's going to like you for that. Nobody's <laughs> going to like you for getting your hands on the thing that nobody wanted you to have. Yeah, so basically, in response... No, um, because of all this uh, growing public antagonism to Anish Kapoor, Semple continued um, his revolution yeah. <laughs> and created Black 2.0, which is... Not quite as black as Vanta Black, but basically looks the same. Yeah, it like to the does human the eye, it looks exactly the same, and it costs like, like four pounds, like no, three ninety nine. It's, it's very cheap. Yeah, it's, it's three ninety nine. Anybody like has the anybody can get it on like Vanta Black, which only Anish Kapoor can use. Yeah, also Vanta Black is really um like quite a dangerous. Yeah, it's really chemical. Like, uh, yeah, so um uh basically. Like you can't take it across borders and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it has to be made uh, like in a lab. Um, so yeah, it's so slightly less black than Vanta Black, but it's basically the same to the human eye. Um, but but the difference is that um, Vanta Black is highly toxic, um, potentially explosive, mm-hmm. uh, needs to be applied in a special laboratory and sealed properly. Um, can't be moved across borders, can reach 300 degrees Celsius if you're not extremely careful, and costs thousands of dollars. Um, <laughs> um, what, uh, but where, which, I, which is something that I find really funny about Black 2.0, instead is that it smells like cherries. Yeah, it's completely <laughs> safe and smells like cherries, which yeah. is quite cute. Yeah, and literally it costs four pounds. Um, and, yeah. and it's really sweet because like, actually like, um, out of like, a black 2.0 like Stuart Semple doesn't actually make any 
um, profit off of the the things that he creates. So he's like fully the opposite to Anish Kapoor. Yeah. Um, I own Black 2.0 as well. Oh, nice. And again, can confirm, it is very black. It is very black. Oh, you should use you should use Black 2.0 and Pink is Pink. And, and I've used Black 2.0 in paintings. Oh, nice. I that, didn't know quite what to do, so I just did a, like, Normal black, a smiley yeah. face. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. But it, I was like... Whatever I whatever I do, even if it's shit, will look cool because it's so yeah. Black. It must do, yeah, it must do. Um, yeah. But yeah, after also as a response to um, Kapoor sticking his middle finger in the pinkest pink, um, he was like, "Oh no, like I'm not having this." Mm-hmm. So he also cre- uh, Semple also created uh, diamond dust, which is uh, world's glitteriest glitter. Yeah, <laughs> which is amazing, um, and it, it's a glitter made from glass. Um, so he was really clever about this because basically he was like, stick your finger in that. You can't because it's glass. Will cut you. <laughs> yeah, will, yeah, if you stick your finger in this, it will hurt. Um, <laughs> which is which is really just hilarious. I want I want diamond dust. Yeah, it's cool. I want the glitteriest glitter. It sounds lovely. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah, and then and then also and then also uh, two point which is just a very amazing way of just completely um getting back at Anish Kapoor for being a prick (laughs) what was that thing about um Anish Kapoor um trying to build his house and annoying his neighbors so Sample came in and saved them ah yeah that's also on this thread on Instagram yeah yeah, yes so um okay yeah so he basically he said um, so he's a, Kapoor's a prick, um, and mm-hmm. one day in July 2017, um, he decided, oh, I'd quite like another floor in my London studio apartment, um, which is like, it's really annoying, and it's quite, I'm having quite a lot in London at the moment, like yeah. people making another floor in their apartment and ruining... Ruining things for their neighbours. Ru- ruining one thing for their neighbours and two, like, just like the lo- London skyline. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, because he's really rich and he, he, he can do what he wants, yeah, this is, he decided to make arrangements to get another floor built on his apartment. And his neighbours are really pissed off because it will, it will ruin the light of their own apartments and it's really irritating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, they call to sample to save them, or at the very least... Um, piss, piss Kapoor off. Yeah, um, and I love that they know that Sample's the guy to go to if you want to annoy Nish Kapoor. Yeah, which is brilliant. And and so and Sample's great because he said, "Yes, okay, definitely, I'm here for you." And so he releases two new paints called Phase and Shift. Um, and as always, as all of his other paints, um, including Pink is Pink and um, Black 2.0, it's banned. Uh, banned to Anish Kapoor, they're all banned to Anish Kapoor. And only Anish Kapoor, everyone else gets it for really cheap. Everyone else, everyone else can have it, but Anish Kapoor isn't allowed any of these pigments, um, <laughs> which is brilliant. Um, and basically, um, uh, they both are, they both change colours or, and, uh, phase, phase changes colours with, with temperature, which is really cool, it's a temperature changing so pigment. cool. So cool. Um, I want to know how you get into this business of creating cool pigments, because this sounds like so much fun. Yeah. Like mad scientist's vibes. Yeah, literally, yeah. Um, and uh, and shift is iridescent. But the funny thing about shift is shift needs to be painted over black 2.0 to work. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's like, oh, you think even if Inish Kapoor gets his hands on 
one of the one of the pains. Yeah. Yeah. It won't work. It won't work if, if he doesn't have a black two point oh, which yeah. is which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, that that totally sucks. Yeah. Um, he he also did this thing with with uh, probably with Fanta Black. Um, where um who's this Anish Kapoor yeah Anish Kapoor where he basically um painted a hole on the floor of a museum gallery so like you to the extent that with Vanta Black to the extent that you wouldn't know if it was just a circle painted on the floor or an actual hole because, yeah, because it's so dark it doesn't absorb any light so it yeah. just looks completely so it just looks completely matte black yeah it just looks completely matte black it just looks completely it's flat. really bizarre to look at actually we've got a picture up it yeah. literally just looks like a complete void in the middle of the yeah, floor yeah it just fully looks like a void and so it's like a yeah it says like it's like a real life version of a looney tunes cartoon um, so this was in a Portuguese museum, and as essentially it's, it's terrible. Um, a a visitor um, just because it, it looks so flat fell down, <laughs> fell down the hole, which is which is actually terrible. Like there should have been some sort of warning um, because it's an actual eight foot hole, um, but appears to have no depth. So they fell down and was were actually injured by the Anish Kapoor is fuck, fucking injured. Somebody <laughs> with some poor gallery going. How, how, like, uh, when, when has there ever been another case of an art piece injuring somebody? <laughs> it's terrible. I don't know. We should do a whole podcast episode on art pieces that have injured people. Yeah, but <laughs> you will, we, you would be. I wonder how many we'll find. Well, you, you know, you know, you might just be an entire episode just about this whole. Yeah. It's <laughs> like how, how there should have been some sort of warning about it. It's terrible. Yeah, the, um, the comments on it are so funny on this Instagram thread. Yeah. So, um, it, it screenshots a, a sort of Tumblr thread that, um, and somebody said, uh, petition to trap a niche in his own hole of unnecessary darkness until he learns to behave. <laughs> Um, it's funny because you know Anish Kapoor has put some really, really deep bullshit art meaning on the whole. He's like, wow, this represents like humanity's um, existential crisis or something. Like, it's like the absence of art, the absence of self. Um, yeah, something like that. Like you can pretty much um, bullshit your way yeah, out of anything. I, but... I'm here for trapping him in his own hole. Yeah, um, you can stay down there. I'm very much here for that. Um, <laughs> paint Anish Kapoor entirely in blackest black and then put him in his <laughs> Yeah, just fucking cancel him by no one will be able to see him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, that is, that is, yeah, he, this is what we should do with... Just forget cancel culture now. Yeah. We just trap people in the blackest black hole. Yeah. <laughs> just just trap uh, just them in there. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's especially Anish Kapoor because... He's, he's terrible about it, and uh, and then and also he made it. he'd be yeah exactly he'd be the creator of his own doom, which would Quite be artistic which would in be its own way. Exactly, he then he'd be part of a new art piece. Yeah, It'd be perfect. Wow. Thing is, this um this uh, whole fun story has quite a satisfying conclusion. Mm. Um, according to this article on the collector that I've been reading, um, a new uh, MIT basically created an even blacker black than Vantablack. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but it was made in 2019, and it's used in an artwork um, by an artist called Strabe, and, um, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong, um, an artwork called The Redemption of Vanity, where he basically takes an expensive diamond and mm. paints it with this new blackest, actual blackest, blackest black. Blackest, blackest black, which is And it makes the diamond Vantablack. look like a void, and that's really cool, because it's like... 
vanity becomes that, a void that is really absence cool. of beauty or something like that mm. but it does look awesome in the photo and that's a total burn to Anish Kapoor in like multiple ways because one it goes ha Banter black isn't the blackest black anymore like you 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 suck basically yeah. and then at the same time like that the commentary on on like money and like, yeah absolutely Kabul being rich and then saying like i'm gonna put your diamond into a void um. yeah <laughs> no, the, and also the greatest thing is this new black is available to anyone who wants it i think it is a little bit more expensive than stuart semple's black 2.0 yes. well it, but, it is the black is black so but it um it means that any artist now can use the black is black if they want to or they can use the um almost identical black 2.0 and Anish Kapoor is left floundering in his own bullshit. <laughs> so another sort of really funny thing is that Stuart Sample organised an event for Anish Kapoor's birthday. Brilliant. Was it was it Facebook? A Facebook event? Yeah, it's all made on Facebook. <laughs> and it's based around um, and I don't know if you know about the bean. Yes, the yes, the bean in Chicago, yeah. It's a giant um, metal shiny bean shaped sculpture like really really huge yes and it's in it's by uh, by Anish Kapoor and Anish Kapoor made it and its real name is like Cloud Cloudgate Cloudgate but nobody calls it everybody calls it the bean and um which uh which is brilliant because the Anish Kapoor hates that people call it the bean <laughs> <laughs> what did he expect it's literally just a bean it is a bean it's a big shiny bean it doesn't look like a cloudgate it's a, it's a big bean <laughs> <laughs> and so this um this event for, for Anish Kapoor's birthday is called uh, kiss the bean for Anisha's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and Stuart Semple's done, join me and friends for a participatory art performance to celebrate Anisha's six, 64th birthday. <laughs> Please wear your pinkest lipstick and kiss the bean. Pinkest lipstick! If you really want to, if you, uh, really want to mix some Vaseline with the pinkest pink, that will work too. You can get the pinkest pink from culturehustle.com. Nice. <laughs> got, got a bit of self-promotion in there. Got to put that plug in. Like, yeah. That's, uh, that's fair enough. We, we stand. And then in the post, him, he's so. basically done a whole list of uh, times when Anish Kapoor's been a dick. For example, suing people for having the bean in the background of their photos and videos um, and stuff like that. And also the stuff about him uh, building his house and annoying his neighbours. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, I mean, I'm, you know, can't say, can't say a surprise, like, good for Stuart Semple, like, we stand. Um, <laughs> um, what's funny is, like, after this, um, people became inspired to, to, or either, either after or before, I'm not 100% sure, but, um, but there were also many other um, offence that people um, wanted to start. Um, <laughs> the bean to, is to a do meme. With the beam. Um, the which, bean is a bean, which were things like um, petition to paint the bean uh, black is black, and um, petition to paint paint to pour paint thinner on the bean after they paint it black, so we can win death. Yeah, everyone's um, like, I want to just polish the bean. <laughs> um, uh, Dress the bean up as a ghost for Halloween. <laughs> um, uh, Guy Fieri cooks the bean, <laughs> and all of these are just really like good, like 2014 style meme format. Like mm, my favorite, <laughs> I think my favorite one is like the event created to paint the bean pink as pink to annoy sculptor Anish Kapoor. Um, <laughs> this one's weird. Release the bean into Lake Michigan and shout, "You're free!" <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. I love it, and I, I love it because you know that this, this is the exact type of meme stuff that Anish Kapoor would hate. Yeah, he wouldn't like it yeah <laughs> I, I I love that I love that and I definitely 
would go there and help to paint the bean pink as pink, um, I would definitely be on board to do that. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Just a massive pink bean, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so another thing is um, that, and like this isn't like it's not necessarily like his choice, but like it just says a lot about him. Um, <laughs> that uh, yeah, that uh, he attended an elite all boys boarding school. <laughs> just uh, just just Red a flags. little, just a little. Mm, mm, I'm not sure, um, but like t- what t- was t- it like Eton or something? No, no, no. It was in uh, it was in M- Mumbai, I think. Oh right, okay. Um, yeah, um, and uh, which is just, but it just, it's just a sort of elitist. Um, yeah. But like, to, to to be fair to him, like, um, he has done other art despite his uh, terrible record in terms of pigments. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there was, in 2009, I think, at the Royal Academy, um, he did this quite interesting thing with um, red wax, where... Um, he like pushed pushed it through doorways and fired it out of a cannon, which is like pretty cool. Um, yeah. In terms of like sort of um, creating a big um, spectacular sort of event, I think. Do we quite... know what it means? Like the meaning of the work. Um, okay, so yeah, so the cannon specifically. Um, it's sort of, yeah, it's this, like, very theatrical spectacle, um, and, uh, it, uh, the starting reference may be the physicality of making art, um, okay. so, which is, uh, as explored in, um, Richard Serra's classic Splashing, a 1968 performance piece in which he threw molten lead into a wall to make a cast sculpture. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, it's just sort of, like making new ways of like creating art yeah it's kind of uh like going on that tradition of art of uh, i can't remember the actual name for it but art where you can't control the outcome Mm-mm-mm. like mechanicals making yeah, machines yeah, yeah. to draw the, for it yeah like yeah the mechanical i think it's stuff. Kind, of, kind of surrealist thing the mechanical stuff is really interesting um mm-hmm. and uh and it says here that this in a nutshell embodies the struggle of late um 800 that saw the um so probably 1800 that saw the impressionists refusing the classical canon as well as embodying the wider discourse on beauty and perfection rationality and emotion truth and construction that is the at the very core of modern and contemporary art so in a way it's a sort of like creating new ways of looking at art and creating new ways of creating art which is which is it is cool yeah in 2011 he made this <laughs> scary ass artwork i'll describe it to you it's just from wiki but it's called dirty corner uh, it was in milan and basically uh, it's in a huge cathedral like space and it's a huge steel kind of tunnel thing so visitors enter Ooh. and they apparently they gradually lose their perception of space as it gets progressively darker and darker until there's no light um, which sounds really scary. Oh, that's, that's horrifying. And, um, <laughs> and over the course of the exhibition, the work is the tunnel is progressively covered with 160 cubic metres of earth by a large machine, ah! <laughs> forming a large, sharp mountain of dirt. That's, that's horrific. So you basically, Anish Kapoor is burying people alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, not literally, but 
I think I would be a bit scarred if I came went into that and yeah, <laughs> had it, to deal with that. It so, sounds horrific. I can't even go caving. Um, so, so for this reason, I don't yeah. forgive him. We, yeah, we don't, we don't <laughs> forgive him. No, I take it back. He sucks. Um, it, that sounds horrifying and very scary. <laughs> Um, so Anita Kapoor isn't the first artist to cause drama based on pigment. Mm. So um, here's a precursor, and this is artist Eve Klein, um, who was alive from 1928 to 1962, according to tape. And um, <laughs> his thing was he um, he didn't patent, but he no, he first he first mixed he first um, mixed uh, the the international Klein blue. Um, yes. So he found this blue. I think he like looked at the sky one day and thought, "Cool." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a bit darker than the sky. It's like quite. A, it's like a rich. Um, it's a pretty really yummy it's a, blue. It's a really rich blue. It's um. It's like uh, it has a heavy reliance on ultramarine. Okay. Um. It's also got like he often applies it really thickly to the canvas. Um. And essentially, it was developed in collaboration with um Edward Adam, a Parisian paint supplier. Um whose shop is still in business. Oh, good for him. Um, and, but yeah, yeah, basically it uses a matte synthetic resin builder. Right. Um, <laughs> do you know what that means? <laughs> it's very scientific. I'm learning a um, lot. <laughs> yeah, it, it is really interesting. Um, which suspends the colour um, and allows the pigment to maintain as much of its originally, original qualities and intensity of colour as possible. There you go. Okay, cool. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... He basically became really known for just using this very specific yeah. blue. Just used used the blue over and over and over. Literally a lot. He basically did a whole like about two hundred of Damn, the same painting. Two hundred paintings. It's just a monochrome black. Uh, just a blue square basically. Mm. One of them's in the Tate Modern at the moment, which I saw, uh, which reminded me of this the other day. Mm. Um, apparently, it's got a deep meaning, oh, as yeah. you can imagine. Yeah, of course. It's, the idea is that uh, he's trying to move away from representation and uh, meaning in art and mm. go for ultimate formalism. Ultimate formalism, which is sort of only strip stripping art down to the basics, isn't it? Very much its basics. Literally just art should colour. be... A painting should be about what painting is, mm. like colour and texture. Uh, yes, it is about <laughs> painting itself. Yeah, this is very... Um, like last uh, last week's um, episode, I mentioned Clement Greenberg, the, the art mm-hmm. critic who basically mm-hmm. espoused this type of um, formalist thought. This piece of work is his wet dream, honestly. <laughs> it's about as um, it's about as abstract as you can get. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, other than perhaps maybe a white. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's been done. Yeah, that, it's definitely, definitely been done. Been done. What's, what's an interesting like uh, little factoid about this is though um, Eddie Redmayne um, wrote his I love thesis on on this color on international kind blue, which is uh, just very interesting. And I'm, he's colorblind, right? So yeah, he is. But um, the the interesting thing is that he can he can vividly see um, international kind blue, so maybe that's why he chose it. Never that's really cool. Um, I'd like to read it. It'd be interesting to read. Yeah. I love um, that he did art history. <laughs> yes, yeah. we love him even more. Yes. <laughs> so all of these um, these series of um, just blue squares that Klein did, mm. were a right little money maker for him. He oh, really yeah. cracked I mean, the art market with them because he sold them all for a huge amount of money, and they were all 
pretty much identical to the human eye, but he sold them at different prices, which made all these art dealers who had that way too much money really to spend confusing. to think that they are um, like got a different soul. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, I bet they. I bet they yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, and yeah, apparently. Pat Kine explained, each blue world of each painting, although the same blue and treated in the same way, presented a completely different essence and atmosphere. Uh, uh, are you sure about I that? I like they might just be a bunch of blue skies that look exactly the same and then sold for millions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which I can't say I'm surprised. Like, if I could get away with doing that, I would. Yeah. So I've got to give it to him. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I love that the, the buyers just bought it. Yeah, they really For real. For real. They, they really bought it. Uh, yeah. But, I, they didn't even have to haggle over the price. They were like, yes, <laughs> this is so deep. Whoa. Yeah. I'm really feeling this blue right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit questionable. Um, but but it, it wasn't just squares. He did other stuff with the blue. Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, what was yeah. that? He, he did a performance piece. He, um, he, he did a thing where he um, painted models naked bodies and then had them walk, roll and sprawl across bl- blank canvases. It's all in this blue, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, yeah. And then I think he, yeah, he painted the, um, the uh, method of, of doing this, which I don't... Of using women's bodies as a paintbrush. Well, uh, I, don't, I don't exactly know how you paint into method of making art, which is kind of strange and weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it said he, he... In 1960, he painted into the method by which he was able to distance himself from the physical creation of his paintings by remotely directing models covered in the colour. So I guess it's kind of questioning what it means to be an artist if you're not the one actually physically making the art. Yeah. So but loads of people way, have done that before. Like, he didn't invent that. No. In a way, it's sort of like commenting on art. And then, in a way, it's like, oh, you're just yeah. getting away with actually just not doing anything. And yeah, then making also, millions of it. A feminist reading would, like, have many problems with it. I yeah. feel like just literally using women as artistic tools. Oof. Yeah, definitely. What's what's interesting about about this uh, blue um, is that it reminds me of um, an episode of Love, Death and Robots, which is a Netflix um, sort of series, okay. <laughs> and it's an anthology series. It's like uh, all um, uh, animated in different ways, um, and there's this really interesting episode called uh, Zima Blue. Um, okay. where um, the, there's a, this artist called Zima Blue and uh, he, he wishes to tell his story before unveiling his final work. Um, okay. And basically, this artist, um, he um, began to... He began in portraiture, but like as, as he went on through his career, he, um, he focused on um, abstract shapes in a single shade of blue. So just this one shade of blue, which is called Zima Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sort of like this bright blue colour. So like it might have it's been... It's very, very uh, inspired by yeah, this, Yeah, yeah. Right? So, so I expect, I, I suspect that it was um, like inspired by International Pine Blue, but you okay. know, I'm not sure. Um, but it's very interesting because um, basically um, he, he makes these larger and larger murals just like covered in this like blue colour and like paints asteroids entirely in Zima blue uh-huh. and like gets really obsessed with this shade of blue um, and um, 
And then, so basically, before unveiling his final work, he does an interview with a journalist. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, um, he, he reveals um, that um, although many assume he is a cybernetically enhanced man, because basically he's lived for ages, okay, yeah. <laughs> this is like sci-fi. Is um, this a thing that happens in this universe, people just... Can become cybernetically advanced. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. like a, yeah, it's like a, so there's like cyborgs and and stuff like that. So people assume he's a cyborg. Okay. Um, but actually, um, he was an advanced android, um, originally built by a roboticist to clean ceramic pool tiles known as Zima Blue tiles. Aww. With the tiles being the first thing he ever saw as this tiny little pool cleaner robot. Which is just like the cutest That's really thing. cute. Uh-huh. Um, so like <laughs> as he grows, he wants to like explore other things and like as he is built more and more up from this like pool cleaning robot, mm-hmm. um, he wants to explore other things and then he, after a really long time, he eventually like um, wants to find meaning of his life through art and uh, and and through this he gets obsessed with the Zima blue colour, mm-hmm. um, which is just goes back to his like original self as a pool cleaning robot. And his final piece of work is like stropping off all of his additional robotic uh-huh. stuff and becoming the original pool cleaning robot and going back into the pool and that cleaning so Zima blue cute. tiles. So it sort of goes full circle and it's a really interesting story. But I love yeah. that. Oh, I need yeah. to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, really, it's really, really sweet. I feel like um, Eve Klein had a similar type of obsession. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he was a pool cleaning robot at some point. <laughs> yeah. Because cons- he literally, his entire life is just blue. Conspiracy theory. Um, like, uh, I can imagine him going to bed at night and closing his eyes and just seeing blue. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. He is a pool cleaning robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, <laughs> obsessed with uh, yeah. obsessed with blue. Um, but, I love that. Yeah, so I love I, that that's inspired by by that artwork. Though. Yeah, that's really it, cool. yeah, most likely mm. is. Uh, I reckon so. So it's it's really interesting. Aww. Yeah, I think that the um, Eve Klein artwork might be inspired by like the history of the lapis lazuli. Yes, pigment, lapis lazuli. Right? Yeah, because in the olden days. It was really expensive and really difficult to make it because you literally had to make it out of this specific mineral yeah, that you could was. only get in certain places. And so, if you look at old like um, art, yeah, it was like only royalty that like yeah. could like afford to like paint with it. And then it became slightly more, but you know, widespread, but still really, really expensive. Yeah, so you only really see it on things like uh, when they paint the Virgin Mary's robes. It's mm. used for that, and that's why it's always that specific color because they were like, she's really important, so we need to use this special. Blue yeah. for her. Yeah. And it's how we can tell if a painting was uh, like uh, commissioned or whatever by a rich patron mm. because it has the blue in it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's it, really cool how these colours are so important. It is, it is really cool how the colours are important. And uh, even though there's a lot of pettiness <laughs> yeah. around around new pigments, so yeah, I would say that the the international climb blue definitely seems like it's like similar to lapis lazuli, so it probably is, yeah. Yeah. So as much as we've um, taken the piss slightly out of all of this drama because <laughs> it's over, over nothing, I don't think it is nothing exactly. I yeah. feel like, you know, yeah, it yeah. has a history. Yeah, yeah. Colours, colours are really interesting. Colours matter. Colours are nice. <laughs> and that is our message <laughs> for the listeners that today. Is, that is the message of the episode. <laughs>
Okay, um, I think we're done. I think so we're done. Let's uh, ching ching. Ching ching. <laughs> <laughs>